Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is Political Woman. Thank you for being here. Once again, please share my podcast, like my podcast, find it on iTunes, and um, please share. I'm doing a series of podcasts and videos on California's state propositions. These are initiatives that are on the November ballot. So Californians are going to be filling out their absentee ballots fairly soon, and I'm going to get these seven videos and seven podcasts out. And in each of the podcasts, I'm going to kind of explain why the issues are important and talk a little bit about my career and when I started doing this. And um, it was kind of a joke. (laughs) It's just more humiliation for me, but I'm happy to share it with you. But first, before I um, do any of that, we're going to start with Proposition 1. Proposition 1 is a constitutional amendment. So it would amend the state constitution to guarantee a woman's right to reproductive freedom. So California has launched this initiative along with other steps to give women some peace of mind that if they're faced with a horrible, heartbreaking decision of having to terminate a pregnancy, or if they must do so for medical reasons, California is a safe place for women to go and to turn to. So there's this amendment. Now, currently, abortion is legal in the state of California. But this amendment will provide additional protection for women. So if it's passed, it will give women another layer of protection. And the amendment reads, it will prohibit the state from denying or interfering with an individual's reproductive freedom, including their fundamental right to choose an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. So in doing the videos and doing these stories, I try to make the language that I use as simple as possible, communications. So here's what a yes or a no means. A yes vote means you want to amend the California Constitution to include a woman's right to reproductive freedom. And then I add, if you are pro-choice, vote yes. On the other hand, a no vote means you do not want to amend the California Constitution to include reproductive rights and freedoms. And then I add, if you are anti-abortion, vote no. So that is the story in a nutshell, but it isn't. Because since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade in June, at least 66 clinics 
in 15 states have stopped providing abortions. And that was the Dobbs decision that was leaked, and then it was handed down from the justices in June. So I'm getting these statistics from an analysis that was done by the Guttmacher Institute, G-U-T-T-M-A-C-H-E-R Institute. And that is an abortion rights research organization. So what has happened, and I don't know how up-to-date you are with what's been going on in the United States, but when the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade in that Dobbs decision, states were ready. They were ready to pass laws. They had trigger laws, that's what they call them, to prohibit abortions in their states. And since that occurred, we've started seeing and hearing the horror stories about a little girl who was 10 and was raped and got pregnant and the state would not allow her um, any kind of recourse. So her, her mom had to take her to another state. And then it became a big story. And as I've said before, this is an issue of health care rights. This is an issue of a woman's personal right to privacy. Nobody wants to have to do this. I'm telling you right now. But it's nobody's business what a woman or her doctor decide to do when faced with illness. I mean, a million reasons. A mil- There's a million reasons. And I, you know, I've done, I did a podcast on this before and I'll, um, I'm going to do a post on this and I'm going to include that. I, I actually, actually have written the post on this and it's on my website, but I'm going to go back and find this podcast that I did and I'll include a link to that older podcast on abortion. It was it was when the court was getting ready to hear this case, Dobbs versus Jackson. Um, you know, the Supreme Court justices that are right-wing, ultra-ultra-right-wing, um, swore under oath that they would not change laws that were in place, including this one, and they, they lied. And that's a whole nother story. Women's lives are at stake. And it's terrible to talk about this stuff. I mean, it's really like nobody's business. And I've written a podcast about Herschel Walker. And really, I wrote it. He's the guy that's running for Senate in Georgia, who is, I don't know why, I guess he, they have to do this now, but has come out in favor of no abortions ever for any reason. And, and he's a Trump guy. And, it, you know, it's come out that he's paid for abortions for a past girlfriend. Now it's come out that 
was his, it was his wife, and now she's had two abortions. I mean, every day more news trickles out. And the Republicans were, they're defending Herschel Walker. There was an argument back and forth on, on CNN or NSNBC I was watching. And one of the right-wing women who said the only reason she voted for Trump was because he was going to overturn abortion, so she's very anti-abortion, said, you know, this is a private matter for Herschel Walker. And of course, I'm sitting there and I've got the cat on my lap and the dog on my lap and I scream, exactly, you know, it scares everybody. Even I think the gecko came out of one of his hides and looked at me like, what's going on? Exactly. This is a personal matter for Herschel Walker to, to work through. Well, yeah, lady, that's the exact point. These are personal matters. We don't need, you know, these stinky old men telling us what to do with our doctors. It's a safety issue. It's a medical issue. And all of the laws, you know, if, if the fetus is viable and can live outside the womb, they protect the fetus in those cases. I mean, <laughs> you know, someone said, well, I, I don't believe in, I believe in, uh, you know, rights, abortion rights. I just don't believe, you know, you should kill a baby right before it's born. It's like, that's not, there's no law that allows that. Oh, it's just, I don't know. So in response to this, California launched an abortion.ca.gov website. And um, our governor, Governor Newsom, who's, you know, wants to be president. And the more I hear him, <laughs> the more I like him. I mean, I wasn't crazy about him at first, but he's grown on me. He had a press conference and they launched this website and he said he wants women to know that abortion is legal, safe, and accessible here in California. Whether you live here or not, know we have your back. And this is, these are quotes as Republican states continue to roll back fundamental civil rights even try to prevent people from accessing information online or crossing state lines for care. You're welcome here in California. We'll continue to fight like hell for you, said Governor Gavin Newsom. And, you know, in the meantime, there's that statistic. At least 66 clinics in 15 states have stopped providing abortions. And when I say abortions, I mean health care for women. Because there's nothing worse <laughs> as a woman than having problems. What the guy at work used to call female problems. Oh, you called in sick? Were you having female problems? See, in those days, they could say things like that. Nowadays, you know, they'd get sued. Yeah, I don't want to talk about my reproductive rights. I don't want to talk about my period. Period. So that is... Proposition one, that's some background. I had done another podcast and another post, so I had gathered quite a bit of background and information. So I'm going to go in and uh, edit my 
post on Prop 1 and include those links and include the links to this podcast and to uh, my other podcast on abortion rights in the United States. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. If you're not from California and you don't care about the propositions, please take a listen anyway. And if you know somebody who lives in California and they're never sure how to vote on the propositions, please point them my way. Point them to my website, GloriaMoraga.com. It'll be on there. Point them to this podcast. And I found that these videos and the stories that I do on the propositions become very popular because the propositions and the initiatives on the ballot are poorly written. Sometimes they do it on purpose because they don't want people to vote a certain way. Sometimes they go way out of their way to confuse you so that when you vote yes, you think you're voting no, but you really are voting yes. There's one of these propositions in this group. So I'll talk about that. They're all important issues. They're all issues that matter and that should matter to everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. Please share my podcast. And please vote.